12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. My next guest is part of a group that turned $5,000 into a multi-million dollar business. He's the co-founder and managing director at Proper Concepts. This is the group behind the Featherblade, Rapu and Mescla over here in Singapore. It's my pleasure to welcome onto the show, Sheen Leong. Hi, Adrian. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was good speaking to you, Sheen. I remember the last time we uh, bumped into each other, we did a kind of a relay around your outlet. Tell me more about Proper Concepts. I believe it started with the Feather Blade. That was, of course, at Club Street. Now you've moved to Tanjong Paga, but in the past couple of years, it has expanded into Rapu and Mescla. What was the driving force for you wanting to venture into the F&B industry? Yeah, so Proper Concepts as a group, we're a hospitality service focused on creating and building proper food and beverage concepts for the people. So our main focus now is to create very unique brands in Singapore that target the middle market segment across various cuisines. Um, It could be purely restaurants, a hybrid of restaurant and bar or just pure bars. Yes, it started out with my time at Flatiron. Now, that was purely out of, you know, curiosity as a student in London on a tight budget, having to you know learn how to cook, to make ends meet and save a bit of pocket money to travel, etc. So yeah, I worked at Flatiron for about a year across a bar floor, kitchen and butchery, put everything together as part of my dissertation plan for the Featherblade. So this was probably in the summer of 2016 where um, my dissertation was written on the Featherblade, taught the cohort, um, got a couple of offers to launch Featherblade, but I couldn't launch Featherblade then because I got an offer to go to Cambridge to study management as a master's. Uh, so that sort of like derailed the plans for Featherblade. In some ways, it was a blessing in disguise because that's how I built, through my master's, I built you know, these management skills and learning how to build and run a business. So we launched Featherblade as a pop-up in 2019, um, in March of 2019, and that was out of uh, just pure curiosity. And the pop-up was the best way to sort of test the concept to see if Singaporeans would respond well to a concept like flat iron or Featherblade, where the menu is really concise for a steakhouse. Speaking of the Featherblade sheen, you know, that that's how you, of course, entered the industry. But I heard that you started the Featherblade with just $5,000. Now, how did you make this sort of proper concepts, a multi-million dollar business? What's the secret behind your success? Yeah, so how we scale from, you know, just $5,000 to start a pop-up to a multi-million dollar restaurant group in just under three years was very much because of our approach to the market. So with just 5,000, I mean, we were on a limited budget. We wanted to bootstrap this. So my initial thoughts were we should look to do a pop-up. And a pop-up would, you know, we'll, we'll find a place that's probably not as, uh, could do or it would be open to such a collaboration because, you know, maybe they're not doing so well. So we found a space on Club Street at that time. They were very open to the idea because business wasn't going as well for them. So then, you know, it was seen as mutually beneficial. So on our end, we brought the non-tangible assets in terms of branding, the knowledge of the concept, etc. Whilst they brought in the actual hard assets like the space, the manpower, the equipment, etc. So we started out with $5,000 on each side, sort of to put some minimal investment into buying some of the collateral, such as you know, the steak boards, the knives, etc. And right from day one, we had this, our, our strategy was to be full 
from start to finish, from day one of our pop-up to week eight of our pop-up. And through our marketing efforts, we managed to create the hype. We engaged um, several media, key media outlets to promote the business. We gave away free stake. And also my time at working at Flatiron brought credibility to the brand. And we were full from day one. And so, you know, cash for that $5,000, we, we broke even in a couple of weeks. And from there, we just rolled the profits over, you know, to renovate the space. Then after that, we reinvested further to build new concepts such as Rapu and Mescla and more to come. Yeah, it is a great story how you started off with the feather blade and the empire just keeps growing. Let's talk about Rapu, right? It was born through the COVID-19 pandemic. Talk me through the initial months of setting up the business, some of the challenges that you faced. Yeah, so Rapu is a crazy story because it was ideated and conceived during probably the worst time you could open an F&B concept because it was COVID, you know, social distancing meant limited capacity, so on and so forth. So crazy story is one random day over a game of pool, we just floated the idea by um, each other and we said, look, let's just test this concept. So we started out as, again, like Featherblade, a pop-up. So we like to adopt this lean business model in a sense where we start small, we test small, we iterate quick, and we grow from there. So we started out as a private dining, actually, in the homes of one of my business partners. So it was myself and another business partner rolling the rolls, right? Slicing the fish, figuring out how to cook the rice, etc. Right. So we, we we learned everything from scratch. And and from there, you know, the reception was really overwhelming. So we, we scaled to a pop-up. And from the pop-up, so the pop-up was done at Featherblade venue. And so we ran that for over about six weekends. And again, very overwhelming. So we scaled that into a full-fledged restaurant on 52 Duxton Road across two shop houses, uh, as, as you, you've seen. So it was challenging during COVID because to set it up, we had to plan in terms of, okay, you know, we have to factor in social distancing. Can our business model work? Can we make sufficient, essentially, cash flow or profits to cover the running costs, right? So no doubt the concept sounded cool. It was very well received. But at the end of the day, we we had to work with the COVID restriction and also plan for potential lockdowns because we had seen, you know, with Circuit Breaker, how it can be so damning to restaurants and bars as well in terms of sales because people had no choice but to order in and so then that begs the question so how do we package a a takeaway kit that would be very well received so it's presentable right it's easy to eat out from etc and so yeah the real challenging aspect to rapu was was when we went into heightened alert so Thankfully, our DIY Chirashi kit box. So it's essentially, it's a Chirashi box. It has six of our hand rolls in there. But the key concern that we identified was that the seaweed would not travel well should we roll the rolls before delivery for our guests. So we decoupled the two aspects. We repackaged the six rolls into a six hand roll kit Chirashi box. So everything is nicely laid out in rolls, in rolls of six, right? With your garnishes, your sauces. All you have to do is you can eat it straight out of the box if you like, right? And then munch on seaweed on the side, or you can just scoop it out of the box, place it on a square piece of seaweed, and enjoy your Rapu Hano experience from the comfort of your own home. So that was super well received, and uh, we're, we're very, very thankful for that. And in fact, we our sales was far, far better than actual dining sales, which we're very fortunate to experience. Yeah, what I've noticed is whenever you launch a concept, you start with a pop-up at one of your other outlets. You mentioned there Rapu was at Featherblade Mescla. 
was at Rapu. And looking forward to what's next. Of course, we're in conversation with Sheen Leung. He's the co-founder and managing director at Proper Concepts. This is the group behind the Featherblade Rapu and Mescla. Sheen, you launched Rapu arguably during the toughest time here in Singapore with the COVID-19 pandemic, multiple restrictions, circuit breaker, heightened alerts and so on. But how did you pivot the business during this time? What steps did you take to try and retain your staff? Yeah, so multiple aspects to this question. Firstly, to retain your staff, you got to get cash flow coming in. Now, government subsidies are one thing, but as you can see, you know, it's not enough as many businesses have since closed despite having these subsidies. So sales, sales, sales was absolutely key. This would be through a different channel, which would be deliveries or takeaways. So we had to drive sales through these two new channels, which we weren't fully reliant on during the non-circuit breaker or non-heightened alert phases. So this firstly involves good contingency planning ahead of time. So we saw the effects of circuit breaker. We knew that at that point in time, you know, vaccines were not ready yet. There might be a potential risk of an outbreak again. So we had to think about how to pivot the business ahead of actually needing to pivot the business. So we had thought this out months before, um, in the early months of 2021. We sat down, the team drew out our plan to execute a delivery-only and takeaway-only model. And so when the time came, we could pivot quickly, right? So the team, again, it comes down to the people. The people, the team that we had was super agile, super responsive. We were in this together as one team to fight this overwhelming challenge to the industry. And so in a couple of days after the announcement, we managed to successfully pivot to delivery-only model. There were lots of learnings, no doubt, because you can only plan for so much. But again, having a team where they're open-minded, agile, and quick to respond to changes and potential issues that we might face during that process allowed us to really deliver the full RAPU at-home experience successfully. Yeah, and you got through it all fine, keeping hold of your staff as well as making sure operations remain smooth and with your expansions as well. What was the greatest satisfaction that you've had, Sheen, since starting Proper Concepts? We talked about turning the $5,000 into a multi-million dollar business, but is there something else that you you can recall from your time with the group? Yeah, no doubt. The F&B industry, when done right, is a very rewarding business financially. I think more importantly, it is the non-financial aspect. So at Proper Concepts, our motto is to build proper food and beverage concepts for the people. And that P word people is super important in this industry where their satisfaction, the feedback. So I look through individual feedback from guests, be it Insta stories that they post or Google reviews to stay very close to the customer to see what the overall perception is of our brands and to see that people really enjoy not only the food, right, but the service, the ambiance and overall value is the most rewarding thing in any profession, in my opinion, to, to have because it's it's something that's super close to the heart, right? You can totally relate because any everyone has eaten out, be it, you know, at a hawker centre to a fine dining restaurant. And that is, to me, the most rewarding experience so far as part of this group. Yeah, you did mention it is an incredibly rewarding business, the F&B industry, despite all the challenges that you've had to face over the last 18 to 20 months or so. And the way that you've gotten out of it, I think that's the most remarkable part of 
the story of proper concepts. For individuals out there who are looking to sort of follow in your footsteps, what sort of advice would you give them if they wanted to open up an F&B establishment during the COVID-19 pandemic? So to open up an F&B concept this time, as, as mentioned earlier, it's probably the most difficult time to open uh, a restaurant or a bar for that matter. So you really have to understand the market, the needs of the market, as well as the gaps in the market to fulfill these needs. So it's not just saying, okay, I've got a bunch of capital, I've got a bunch of partners. We have a concept we think might work. Now it's about being able to validate your hypothesis. And if you can start a pop-up, like how we've done it, that would be the most ideal. So with pop-ups, it's, as you've heard earlier, it's minimal investment and hence lower risk to start a concept. So you've probably seen, you know, during Circuit Breaker, many home-based businesses, right? That's also another way to start lean and small, right? And scale. And, and I have friends who've scaled their home-based businesses into actual full-scale businesses to this day, right? So it's one of the many other success stories coming out of COVID and in these times. So yes, um, to that point, it's about understanding the needs, the gap in the market, and also how to execute a business concept that would fulfill the, these needs. So that's super important. But also then knowing what you need internally as a business, who you need, what you need in terms of equipment, right, to streamline the process. So it, it's about the bottom line at the end of the day. Right? You can generate sales and it's, it's super important to generate sales, but you need to have the right people to help you achieve that. So at the end of the day, you cannot rely on just yourself. Right? You have to hire and groom the right set of people to help you execute this business plan to fruition. And lastly, my advice would be to be not afraid to challenge the status quo. So with our concept, we're not exactly chef-driven concepts, right? I don't come from a background of being a chef or a bartender, but we are able to you know, learn quickly, challenge what the norms are in the industry. So for example, a sushi handroll bar with no Japanese chef, right? A steakhouse house started by this finance. Uh, I was previously in finance. So yeah, this finance uh, associate who had only one year of experience in the kitchen in Flatiron, right? So these are all challenges which can you can turn into opportunity if done the right way. And yeah, so just go head on, you know, follow your heart, but also think smart in executing some of your plans that you might have in the F&B industry. Well, there you have it, expert advice from a man who knows a lot about what he's talking about. The group Proper Concepts managed to turn $5,000 into a multi-million dollar business with a pop-up at Featherblade. Now they've expanded to Rapu, Singapore's OG handroll bar, and Mescla as well. Being in conversation with Shin Leong, he's the co-founder and managing director at Proper Concepts. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Adrian. Always a pleasure to be on. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.